Hi, it's Roger Sitkins, and welcome to our Winning Strategies podcast. Topic today, are you turning your back on success? During the more than 100 producer training camp programs we've run, been attended by over 3,000 producers, in addition to the CEO and sales managers programs I've held through the years, I've discovered that certain people simply turn their backs on success. They may be able to do those things that create success, but they're not really willing to do them. But what exactly is success? Well, I realize it means something different to everyone. For instance, some people define success in terms of their family, their health, and their happiness. However, for the purpose of this article, I'm going to refer to business success and personal financial freedom. Now, money doesn't necessarily create happiness. After all, things alone won't make you happy. You know, things don't make you happy. However, money does allow you to pursue the things or support the issues that are really important to you, and I believe that would make you happy. In my years of studying successful people, I find that for the most successful ones, it's never about the money. It's always about what they can do with the money. Salespeople who focus just on the money are rarely successful. People see right through them. It's really not about how much you make, it's about how much you keep and then what you do with it. See, my definition of financial freedom or personal financial success is the ability to do what you want to do, when you want to do it, with whom you want to do it, and as often as you want to do it. In other words, if you want to do something, you can write a check. If you want to do something for your family, you can. If you want to support your church or local community, you can. If you want to help out others less fortunate than you, you can. The bottom line is you can afford to do it. So again, it's what you do with the money that really matters. Now, one of the ways, one of the many ways that producers turn their backs on success, one of the most significant is how they use their time. Almost every producer sporadically will do a great job. They'll sporadically get a great result. They'll get a great account. They'll get a great referral or introduction. But they're just not investing their time turning those sporadic achievements into systematic results. I recently watched a video that featured one of the two brothers who founded Life is Good. It's a $100 million a year company now that designs and manufactures t-shirts, hats, and other items that promote happiness and the idea that, yep, you guessed it, life is good. The company's seeds for success were planted around the family dinner table when the boys were growing up. At meals, their mother would always ask them what made them happy that day. She made them acutely aware of the many reasons they had to be happy and that life can and should be good. Now in this video, the one founder opened his comments saying that time is the most precious asset we have. Well, that really hit home with me in, in thinking about producers and agencies getting results. I believe that one of the many ways you could turn your back on success is wasting time. And when you think about it as a producer, time is your only diminishing asset. Once you lose it, it's gone. Take sleep, for example. You lose an hour of sleep or two and you tell yourself, yeah, but I'll make it up. Really? Well, the truth is you never do. Ultimately, all of the tools, the strategies, behaviors, and techniques that you may have don't mean a thing if you're not using them enough and if you're truly not in the game. You know, as I've said many times before, I think you only score points when you're in the game. In other words, 
Are you doing things that allow you to create great results? And keep in mind that everything you do is a result. Only far too often, the result is not what you want and may be sporadic at best. I've mentioned before that time management is almost impossible in the insurance business. The reality is that time management as a concept was developed for manufacturing. See, with mass production came the need for improved efficiency as the products were moving down the assembly line. The manufacturer's bottom line depended on knowing how long the process should take and making sure that the workers adhered to the allocated time. So while time management may not apply practically to the insurance industry, situation management is very possible and very productive. Basically, it directs you to put yourself in the right situations at the right times. For example, I always say in our camps, when's the best time to visit your clients, your prospects, or your centers of influence? Well, when they're open is the obvious answer, since it's, it's tough to visit them when they're closed. However, situation management takes it a step further and helps producers determine the best times of the day to get the best results. The key is to figure out when during the day you can earn pay while still completing your no-pay activity, such as research, meetings, and other necessary functions that lead to earning pay. Once you figure that out, then you need to determine what you should be doing when you are actually in the game. Well, I think what you should be doing is getting yourself into the four key money-making situations. These are the activities that really drive sales results, producer results. Well, number one, of course, is sales time. And this includes some of the prep time and actual face-to-face -face time with prospects. Number two, relationship management. Well, as you may have heard me say before, the five types of relationships to manage are the clients, the prospects, the insurance company reps, team members, and centers of influence. The third key money-making situation is continuations. We don't believe in renewing accounts. We believe in continuing relationships. So this is the proactive part of the renewal process. It's an attitude that says, what again? We don't renew accounts. We continue relationships. And then finally, pipeline building and pipeline management. This includes all of those activities that continually build the pipeline, including one of the tips I've said recently about the fact that really the number one tip for a producer is build your network. Now, in order to face success rather than turn away from it, we must dedicate blocks of time during the week to work in each one of these situations. How much time will you spend in sales, relationship management, continuations, and pipeline building? Pipeline building. Now, if you do that as you plan your week, you're going to be in really good shape and you're really going to maximize your pay time. Now, some of you will recall the 12% factor. In any given week, you have 168 hours. That's every week, all right? Now, of that 168 hours, most of you dedicate about 40 hours a week to work. Well, that's only 24% of the week. Now, you have evenings and weekends, I understand that, but 40 hours a week is 24% of the week. Now, if you can get 20 hours of face-to-face -face time with clients, prospects, and centers of influence, that's only 12% of the week. Think about that. 20 hours out of 40 is only 12% of your total week. So how much time will you invest, not spend, but invest in each one of those four areas in the coming weeks? 
You know, while the best producers are always scheduling at least two weeks into the future, most producers start off the week with a pretty empty calendar. Through the years of the producer camps, I've always asked the participants to pull out their calendars. You know, take a look on your smartphone now in the old days, your, your paper calendar, and just tell me how many appointments do you have booked over the next two weeks, already booked over the next two weeks with your clients, prospects, and centers of influence? Well, you know what? They're always shocked. I'm not, but they are. I know that most producers don't really think about their schedule until sometime on Monday going, okay, what am I going to do this week? Now, if they were following the producer's perfect schedule, they'd have 10 appointments for the first week and 10 appointments already booked for the second week. Now, one approach to scheduling and situation management that I absolutely love, a thought process around it, is when you look at your two-week calendar, every hole in that calendar is a lost opportunity. So if you only have 15 of the 20 appointments booked as you're looking out two weeks, you have five lost opportunities. Now, the other thing to keep in mind here is that 90% of what you do out of the office is better than 90% of what you do in the office. Well, what about client experience? Another reason several producers, if not most producers, turn their back on success is because they do nothing as it relates to creating a great client experience. It's just not part of their DNA. They don't think about it. Think about the Ritz-Carlton. That's a classic example of a company that provides a great client experience. Now, that doesn't happen by mistake, and it's, it's sure not a matter of luck. It's about their culture. They actually have a sign over the employee entrance at the Ritz-Carlton that says, Ladies and gentlemen, serving ladies and gentlemen. I believe that one of the keys to a great client experience is to do the unexpected. You know, everybody says they give great service. But so what? Do you think anyone expects terrible service at a low price? No. These days, people have very high expectation of great service at a competitive price. Therefore, if you're a producer, let's find a way to do something surprising. Call a client for no reason. Drop them a, an email. Send them a personal note. Stop by and see them do something unexpected. We have to embrace the high-tech world in order to be productive and competitive but we still have to operate in a high-touch environment, so it's high-tech and high-touch. There was a recent study completed by Zywave, our partner in the Better Way Agency, in which they talked to over a thousand employers, in other words, a thousand companies, and surveyed them about what they expected from their insurance agent. Well, of those interviewed, 98% said they wanted their agent to offer compliance-related webinars. But a staggering 82% said their agents did not provide it. Now, that's not what I'd call great service or a great client experience. See, to me, the ultimate test for how well we're doing on client experience comes down to retention and referrals. Are they staying with you and are they sending friends and associates to you? Now, we know that 88, 89, 90, 91, 92% of clients renew every year. But what percent refer? Well, normally, we see it's less than 10%. Now, you know, when you look at the, the retention, again, 90% on an average, let's say, on the surface, that looks pretty good. But you may have seen or heard me talk about this before, that at a 90% retention, at a 90% retention, in four years, we lose a third of our book of business because we'd start with 100 customers. It would go to 90, 81, 73, and 66. 
So a 90% retention is not great. What can we do to drive that up? Well, it's again been well documented that increasing retention is more profitable than writing new clients. Why? Well, depending on the study you look at, it could cost anywhere from five, six, seven, eight times more to get a new account than to keep an existing one. So if you're not doing those things that are earning and in fact generating referrals and introductions, you better find out what's really happening. Because again, they're renewing, but they're not referring, so we're not doing the great things. As you already know, your goal is to under-promise and over-deliver, not over-promise and under-deliver. So what's the bottom line? Well, there are a number of other ways that producers and others turn their backs on success, including lack of practice, lack of rehearsals, lack of research, hiding behind activities, just to name a few. I think it's time that we all examine what we're doing or what we should be doing, and let's turn toward success and financial freedom, not away from it. As always, it's your choice.